The Process Podcast, episode 349. How was your day, Zach Watts? Yeah, what'd you do? It was do? good. It was good. Um, well, today, did a little bit of uh, designery nice. stuff that was on my mind. I was like, I got to get out before I, my brain It's like having to pee forget. and not having a bathroom around, and you just got to kind of make do with whatever nature provides. Yeah. That's uh yeah, I, f- yeah I feel that exactly and then you just have to get to the point where you just have to nice. you have to let it nice. out right? what'd you do so i was messing around with well i was messing around with process mm-hmm. branding and what we talked about a little while ago on that logo a symbol mm-hmm. logo idea around the the waveform of us saying the process yes. podcast and then turning that into a graphic so i was working on that today did like a like a first pass of it and then a more simplified version. I'm already liking nice. how it looks actually, which is kind of cool. Now I just realized InDesign has. Oh dear opened. God! Now it's now it's you know accidentally opening. Also, excuse me. InDesign InDesign um, sucks up a lot of <laughs> a lot of juice when it's when it's kicking in. Oh, uh, I know that's what happens when you accidentally open. I go to hit another tab and I accidentally open InDesign. I I try to close it twice. It's always pretty glitchy. I was in InDesign quite a bit this weekend. Yeah. Too though. I think on it's cool. Sa- yeah. Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. Um, I made a bunch of master page layout. Um, made a master file, and then within that master file, various master page layouts for the uh, Strange Creatures photography book, which was pretty cool and exciting. Mm. Um. That was probably a good maybe three, four hours in InDesign, just playing around with layouts and like working the grid and whatnot and figuring figuring out nice. uh, like what type I want to use and all this and all that. So it was really good. It was really good. You got Very InDesign nice sorted out now, though? Uh, no, I haven't really no. touched it <laughs> that much, to be honest. I still, haven't, I still haven't got that that part of the journey. I'm still like gone from Photoshop. I'm now into Illustrator for layouts and stuff like that and now yeah i will have to eventually I think once you once you get a um, good i think illustrator or photoshop's a great either one is a great item to learn the adobe stuff on and i feel like you can master either or and then make the transition into indesign yeah. i would say from my experience that going from illustrator to indesign is easier than photoshop to indesign that's yeah. what i would think that's good because I've been doing more. We're doing a good amount of more more illustrated nice. than I used to now. I like the idea of eventually. Um, I was worried about before, like doing, like I didn't want to do the same layout for a branding mm-hmm. project. I wanted to do like a new layout every time, you know, because I, I didn't want people to be like, "Oh, you're only just using the same thing over and over again." But kind of the point where I'm like, "A, I don't care," and B, like this is not efficient to do yeah, that every time. time. And like, so I kind of want to nail down like a master layout for like a branding mm-hmm. project that has all the pages you know instead of me doing a brand project be like oh do i include this or this or maybe this time i'll include this and then 
I'm like, oh, I didn't do this for the last one, so I'll go back and add that in or whatever. So I'd like to have a master like layout file for a branding project so then I can just use it and then just mm. sub in colors, text, content, Smart. stuff like that. And I'd like to make that in InDesign. Yeah. That you can problem. do that in InDesign. You can do that so, in Illustrator as well. Have it be like a template that you can open yeah. up and then it's immediately editable and then you save it as its own file without like overwriting the yeah. template. I tried to do that early on, like yeah. doing the Chroma book where I had a template of what each page looked like and that template was an Illustrator file. And then I would go and I would mm. modify stuff and sometimes I would modify the template and then I would save it over and then I would get like, yeah. and then it's referencing all these other things and everything else gets fucked and I was like, oh, forget it. It's only like this, I'd say in the last 12 months that I've gotten a comparable understanding of templates and letting the, like letting the program do the work for you, you know, whether it's Photoshop, InDesign or Illustrator. Um, And a lot of that is from like Skillshare and whatnot. A lot of it is from, a lot of it for InDesign was from Offsite. They were very InDesign focused um and then which is good because it forced me to learn it because we use InDesign like daily at work Mm -hmm. now so i would have had to learn it eventually but i think having a commanding knowledge of it is is yeah it's not that it's necessary but it alleviates a lot of stress for sure yeah i like the idea of like okay you know logo text like stuff you'd use illustrator for primarily to use illustrator for that and all the graphics and stuff like that photoshop and then using InDesign as like the home where the template is where all the work can then go into i like the idea of eventually doing that and not having to be like just going back and forth between illustrator Mm -hmm. and photoshop constantly and they work so well together like Um, you can have something in InDesign edit in photoshop you like you don't even have to go and open up another file you just like you can write i think it's right click and edit and then like another drop down menu something like that but you can do it all internally same thing with illustrator the annoying thing is you can't go you can't copy something from photoshop and bring it into illustrator like you can't copy a layer from photoshop and bring it into illustrator which and that's my only gripe but thinking about it objectively there's really no reason to because if you're modifying it in Photoshop, it's because you can't do that same thing in Illustrator in the first place. So why Ideally, bother bringing yeah. it back in? So con- like, not conflict of interest, but yeah. an understandable gripe to say the very least. But I um, mm-hmm. on Saturday, I started a new, um, this relates to the whole Photoshop InDesign thing, but I started a seven-day free trial of Skillshare again sort of like rewatch the new Draplin Mm -hmm. class. And it's all about, he calls it getting scrizzy, which is an interesting term, but it's like Mm -hmm. how to, how to dirty up your clean work per se and how to make it look like it's been used or abused or well worn through as opposed to just crisp, clean graphics all the time. And like, Oh my God, Mm -hmm. I watched that thing probably five or six times right in the last 48 hours. Uh, and it's so much fun. And I tried it out with some graphic stuff. Nothing process related, all other stuff, like strange creatures and whatnot. But, oh, dear God, 
it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's, yeah. it's very Sweet. satisfying. It gives it that 1990s grunge rock album cover from, uh, from like a thrift store that was dropped on the ground and the, the case, the plastic case mm. is cracked a little bit and you would look at the artwork. It gives you that type of aesthetic. It's very beautiful. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's remarkably. It's not that. It's it's remarkably easy as well. Um, like the techniques to doing mm-hmm. it, it can look complex. Like, oh, how do you get that surface finish? And it's primarily knowing how to modify a file and a document and a vector, and then kind of like just get jiggy with it a little bit and just mess some stuff up, mm-hmm. but intentionally mess some stuff up. So. That's what I did this weekend. That sounds That's cool. That's what I did. You did some mm. arguably more exciting things. Well, I maybe. I don't know. Like, no, yesterday I made a... Very rare for me. Made an impulse nice. purchase. Um, which, yeah, is very rare. I think, I think me and Ezra joking. I was saying it's my fourth impulse purchase. What was your first? First being the hat. Oh, yeah. Right. Second being a Porsche. Yeah. And then third being the Porsche <laughs> transmission. Fair enough. And yeah. Now, that now that the, works. And then, hmm? yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just saying I still need a push. I still needed a push. I did. Anyways. Yeah. Yesterday morning, I was like, you know, still want another new Lego set. Because mm-hmm. I always want more Lego, obviously. And I just, I don't know how I thought about it, but I was like, oh, you know, I still really want, the, the set that I really wanted was the new Technic Batmobile, mm-hmm. right? From the new movie coming out in, in a couple of months. And I was like, I want it because I want to get into the into the big Technic set vibe. I want mm-hmm. one of those. It looks sick on the shelf. And I was like, well, a couple of weeks prior, I'd looked that set up and it was like coming soon, right? It was like available to pre-order. It hasn't been come out yet. I looked it up and on the Lego site, it was sold out. Nice. I was like, wait, did I like miss the, the drop date? I didn't know it was out yet. I thought it was still coming soon. And I'm like, no way. I didn't think it was like a limited or, you know, special thing. I was like, you lost your like I hope I didn't miss out on it. So then I start looking on like, you know, on the, the shopping section on Google for it. And it's like, you know, people reselling on eBay already for oh, way God. more money and like other companies that are like, you know, you know how they do it where they like, you can buy it th- from someone else, but through the company, kind of weird. Yeah, I it's weird. Do I don't, I don't it's trust like a weird marketplace thing. Yeah, and it's like they're already like the price is up. I'm like, no way, did I miss out on already? So, I guess the simulation being nice to me. Um, I look just back to the main page of Google and I see Indigo. Oh, it's shout like, out to Indigo. Indigo, like buy like for the set buy it and like pick up free shipping or pick up today and i was like okay so i go on and the indigo in the console mall i think i know had one in stock and you could either free shipping or pick it up the same day being interesting and i was like oh my god and we already planned we went and got ramen last night yeah, so we we're already going to Waterloo. So I was like, okay. And I was like, how awesome would it be if I go pick up ramen, 
and then also picked oh, up a Lego set oh, and built that same set. I'm like, mine's gonna explode. So I and I, I yeah, I even hesitated. I was like, I don't know, you know. And it is like, no, if you don't buy it, I'm gonna oh, buy God. it for you right now. I'm like, okay, I have to, I have to buy it now. So I so I, I just would, bought it. I would it, not have bought then, it. I would have let someone else procure it. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not evil. I'm not gonna let her buy it for me. No way. So. <laughs> I, I bought it and then got the confir- confirmation email and then they're like, we'll send you another email letting you know when you can come right, pick it up. Because they got to like go and, and so I was like for the next and put it somewhere. Yeah. So I was like for the next two hours, like just constantly oh. refreshing <laughs> the mail app, my phone being like, please, I want to come pick it up today. Please let it be today and not like tomorrow or something. Um, and then they finally got it just in time. So we went out, picked that up and then uh, went to Roman, picked up Roman. I came back here, ate ramen, and then Damn. built it. Wow. And I'm so wow. happy I did because, A, finally my introduction into the big Technic set mm-hmm. world. And the first one being Bat. the new Batmobile. It's Batman related. That's which pretty is powerful. What I'm That's obsessed powerful. with. For the new movie, I'm super hyped. And it's a sick set. I think for the money, it's actually mm-hmm. really good. Like, it's not too crazy. It's like 130 bucks. Okay, that regular price. That's like what the Bird of Paradise is for reference. So yeah, regular price is 129. Yeah, so it's like the same, right? Um, but it's like the technical confusion, right? Because you can get like the the really small ones that are like mm-hmm. whatever, and then you can get the like the Senna GTR, which is like mm-hmm. 80 bucks, 70, 80 bucks, 79.99, I think, whatever. Which is like not quite, I think the full the same size as like say the Chiron or the Cyan or the the when they do like the GT3 RS Porsche or the the Ferrari 48 GTB or whatever like the big Technic ones the expensive mm-hmm. boys the Chiron I don't think it's quite as big and it's definitely not as detailed um and that's like 80 bucks right but then you have obviously the Chiron like the three four hundred dollar yeah. ones or like whatever and it sits kind of in between that but it's got like a bit more detailed like the higher the bigger money ones and it's like the same size i believe it's like it's like the same size as my iss Whoa. the space station one it's like it's like almost i think it's like basically like a foot Jesus. and a half long that is big um and it's 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 yeah it's it was like, like 18 inches i think yeah yeah it's 17.7 like inches. Almost, i think that's almost as big as the raptor set if I if I recall, yeah, because it'd be a similar scale, I yeah. would think. Um, oh my god! Yeah, I mean, it's like one thousand three hundred sixty pieces. What but for piece count? Really? Piece count to price ratio? It's oh pretty gosh. good. Because I think that's what I think is what you have to like judge a Lego on these days. Is it's a piece count to to cost ratio? Yeah, that's uh... right. Because you can have like sets that are like low piece count, high money. And it's hard to find the ones that are high piece count, low money. And usually if it's high piece count, it's also yeah. high money. But but this one's a good good find. Wow. And it's like it's it's sick too, dude. So it's got like oh interior God. in it, right? A little bit of interior in it. The doors mm-hmm. open, the hood opens, the steering works. Wow. Obviously. I hope so. And there's a little like device that you put in the top so you can like move the steering if you want, or you just move it. Um the engine so this was the thing I remember watching someone build the Senna GTR kit and the Technic sets, they have the engine with the mm-hmm. pistons move and it was just a, like a small kind of 
Lego piece. And then in the Chiron, it's like the proper Lego pistons that right, they yeah. make. So this one has the same ones as the Chiron, where it's like the big engine that you put together yourself and have the crank and you put the pistons on the crank and it's attached to the, the, the drive shaft of the car. So if you move the back wheels, it moves the engine. Like the pistons wow. go up and down in the right firing order of a V8 because it's V8 Jesus. in this one, which is super sick, right? So that's all cool. But then the part that blew my mind even more than the engine was it has a like a working Lego differential really? in the thing. Like in a car where you have a diff, like so like if you have like your if you roll the car forwards, the wheel the wheels roll mm-hmm. forwards, right? Roll backwards, they roll back they roll backwards. But if you go around a corner in a car, the outside wheel of the car has to travel a further distance yeah. than the inside wheel, right? Meaning it's gotta spin faster. Well, a diff allows you to, to the two wheels to rotate at different speeds. Wow. And it's got one of those. So like the diff in this thing, if you just roll the car forward, both wheels, rear wheels roll forward, roll backwards, it rolls backwards. But individually, you can rotate the wheels different. What the fuck? It's wow. super cool. So you, I had to build this little Lego diff with all these gears all meshed together. I was like, man, this is so nerdy, but so fucking cool that's when it comes so cool. to just like mechanical things. I was just yeah. it's got some light up parts. Wow. It's pretty sick. I was just checking on the uh yeah, the Lego really website here. It's longer than the Raptor set by 0. 0.6 of mm. an inch. Which makes me wow. want to think that they're probably the same scale then. Um because I guess well, maybe. I don't like it's kind of been very hush hush quiet on like even in the Batman trailers for the new movie. You don't really see the Batmobile for that long or compared to other mm. cars, so it's hard to judge what the size is. Um, but if it's longer than Raptor, that'd be weird because the rap- a truck is pretty yeah, long. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, right? So it could be it could be a slightly smaller scale. Oh, 17 inches. Scale, sorry, larger scale. This is for the Batmobile. 17 inches long, including the rear flame. So they're including that in the overall dimension. Oh. Yeah, that also spins no when you drive way. the truck, yeah when it moves Whoa. it like spins the i'm looking at yeah. the photos of the set here it looks gnarly it looks it's super so super gnarly. cool it's super super cool wow the, the build was really cool too saw a photo on reddit this weekend of a box that someone had gotten delivered and it was of the lego ideas typewriter and like you look yeah. at the typewriter and you think okay it's there's a there's a thousand or so pieces in there it's a big enough mm-hmm. set to justify 200 odd dollars but i didn't realize how big the box is they've got like some little things for scale it's a big fucking box yeah yeah which makes me very excited and want to purchase it but that's also slightly irresponsible i also have like a little bit of judgment against lego for box sizes though yeah sometimes that i think they choose bigger boxes Mm. when they don't need to i think it's a bit of a waste thing yeah. Like, I'm looking at the boxes, the three boxes I've saved. The ISS, the Saturn V, and the, mm-hmm. the Batmobile, right? The ISS, the box is pretty small. And it was mm. packed. Like, nicely packed. And that's got a lot of pieces in it, right? The Saturn V, though, like, that box is huge. It's mm. a big box. But it didn't technically need to be that big. It wasn't that full. Mm. And same with the Batmobile one. The, ba- the Batmobile box is, is a pretty decent-sized box. It's it's really thick, mm. but it's it didn't need to be that big. Huh. 
I think sometimes they exaggerate with the boxes a little yeah. bit. But I think now that you mention it, like the but still. Word of Paradise box was the same thing. Like for the amount of pieces that are in it, they're pretty small pieces. Most of them, yeah. I'd say 70% of those pieces are very small. They're like little pins yeah. and little things to make up the stems and stuff. The little fucking mm. things of whatever. But the box yeah. was big enough so that you could put a one-to-one -one scale photo of the set on it. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's the precedent. I think like, I think looking at the Saturn V box, I think it might be this almost the same size as the Bird of Paradise one. I think I think maybe the Saturn V might be oh, wider, yeah. but the, but the, because I know the size of the uh, Bird of Paradise one. Oh yeah, because you would have seen it in stores. It's a bit wider, but it's wider, but it doesn't look as tall. Hmm. I don't think. And, you know, there's a boxer scale. Oh Jesus, that's like the size of Iz's full torso. Yeah, I mean, but it, but it, that was fairly full, but the 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 Batbill one was pretty empty. Mm. I think not empty, but like it didn't need to be quite that big. Because again, you had some of the big body pieces and the big tires yeah. and wheels. The wheels on it are huge, um, and some of the long Technic pieces. But most of them are all little bags of like all little connectors, oh, right. right? Yeah, those are tricky. So, well, I mean. I I it's, guess we'll never know, but it's a six. Yeah, I'm I'm sto I'm stoked that you were able to get it. This this Lego shelf, dude. Next time you're over, you gotta you gotta witness this in person. <laughs> the shelf, because you no. haven't seen it in between the, other than some images, but like in between my desk and the TV now, perfectly is another one of the shelves that one of my bookshelves that I have in the mm -hmm. corner of my room on its side, and on top I've got my two Pirates of the Caribbean boats, Classic. which are big. I've got now the the Batman cowl mm. headpiece, and then the Batmobile, and then my old Porsche 911 Turbo, and the Yesco, the small cars, and the ISS, and then the ginormous fucking Saturn V, and it's filling up the whole thing. That's dope. You need a you need a Lego room now, you know, like just with all yeah, sets. I, on I, well, that's what it is. I don't know. I don't know where all, all these models I have. Like I had to move my Gundam ones down, so there's a, a space for like maybe the Blackbird oh, yeah. to go on the other side of my desk when that's done. But then after that, I've got all these other model cars to build. I've got oh, space anymore. I need more shelves. More shelves aren't bad. I got a good deal from a, on a shelf from Home Depot. It was like forty five bucks. It's kind of shit quality, yeah. but I don't need it to be good mm. quality. I just need it to hold shoes and boxes. I guess. Yeah. Um. I came across something the other day completely by happenstance. And are you familiar with, I think you may be because this is up your alley, but are you familiar with Vision S02? Is this an account? No, from Sony. Vision S. Yeah. Yeah, zero two. Pop this in the chat here. I don't think okay. so. I don't. I don't. Doesn't sound familiar. So I I was on I think it was on LinkedIn the other day. Oh. And this okay. came up the, the car. car. Is this the one I'm thinking about? Because I did a car not too long Maybe. ago. This is O two. I don't know if that's um, different or not. I don't. Is this the one I'm thinking of? 
I think this is the one I'm thinking of. I'm pretty sure. Like a Sony car. No, I don't think the O2. I think the one I saw was more like a sedan. And oh. this one's more like a, a mini SUV, right? Yeah, from what I yes. gather. From what I gather. Yeah. So, no, this is another one I remember seeing, but I, I saw their... I don't know if it was just online or if it was like when the Geneva Auto Show was out last year or something like that, but or was that the auto show? No, it was not the auto show. No. But um, yeah, they had it must have been the S one right. or the zero one, mm-hmm. um, which was like more of a sedan uh, that looked kind of ugly, oh, and then this kind of looks like a Model Y, I guess, right? Where it's that's, like a small SUV. Uh, yeah, that's what SUV. I thought. This actually looks better than the sedan, to be honest with you. I didn't. I have not seen the sedan. If I look up, just look up Sony car. <laughs> Sony car. For sure, Bob. Sony car. Uh, yeah, so there's like the sedan and there's the, that one that you showed me. Hmm. You'll see the difference though. Oh yeah, I am. I'm, I'm less keen on the Vision S versus the Vision S02. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like, that it's a weird CES twenty twenty. Yeah, it kind of just looks like a weird combination of like eight different cars. But yes. Yeah, it's got a long Tesla ish front with a Lexus grill and Jeep side detailing with a weird ass end to it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of this of the initial of the very first one. Yeah. But I came across the Vision, the S02, and there's certain things that I still don't like about it, but what I really thought was interesting was A, the interior, but B, was the rear end of it more than anything, where it's like this, and it's kind of like what the Kia electric car had done too, where it was just very smooth gentle curves and then hard edges kind of transitioning and flaring out and then the the ass end of it but i look at this and i don't other than the fact that it has a very tesla kind of model x profile like in just volume mm-hmm. i think it's the model x right that big suv thing the big one is the model x yeah yeah is for me the front of this one doesn't immediately scream electric car i look at it and i can see a blocked out space for a grill or something whatever that whatever that black void is but if i'm an average consumer which i guess i am but if i was coming at this from a person who had no predisposition towards an electric vehicle versus a a regular vehicle Mm -hmm. and what the difference was it would probably I would pro- it would probably take me a bit more time to figure that out. But again, I'm gonna point out details on the side, like those rocker panels. To loop yeah, I didn't realize I thought this was like week. a small CUV, but it's actually like a big one. Yeah, I think it it's fits actually a seven, seven seater. Yeah, it's a seven seater. At, at the bottom they have the specifications and they have like line drawings. Like technical oh, shit, drawing. Yeah. On the side in front of you. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's your initial thought on it? It's um, I'm not crazy two, about it. To two be minute honest. analysis. No, what I about like it doesn't the, speak to you. I 
think initially I like the interior a bit more, but mm-hmm. I think the exterior, I would say I'd like maybe the rear more than the front. It's kind of like the front, like something about the headlights bothers me. It almost looks like it's on the top of the hood. It's on the hood and not on the front of the car in a weird way. Oh, they're a bit high. They're a bit high, but like flat. Hmm. I see what you're saying. I could see it being aerodynamic reason. So you have nothing sticking out because aerodynamics, you know, play a huge role for electric cars because more efficient. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's like something about that looks weird to me. I don't know what it is. I just like the back. I like the little uh, graphic they've got for the, I guess yeah. on the front and for the for the tail light. It's cool. It's it's um, quite smart. That little yeah the yeah the I don't even know what it is, but it's like those two lines that yeah meet various various yeah they meet up. The thing is, like I don't see it. Like if you showed me it and didn't tell me it's a Sony, I wouldn't know it's anything to do with the brand Sony. But no, you know that's kind of whatever. But that's neither here. The side view too. I just I don't know. I just like the line that dips down at the end just before the rear wheel. I don't fully understand. That doesn't bother me too much because it kind of makes the shape after the rear tire and it goes up around the tail light that's true so it creates it almost like it continues so it kind of like creates the shoulder i'm not sure if i love it but like it's okay i like the i, I think i like the back more though mm. with the soft like crease line whatever that goes around and stuff like that yeah i just don't like the side profile like the, this round bulbous roof line i think just looks so when you get to the back it just looks make it look fat Ooh. Like hmm. when I when I that that's why when I see that kind of shape where it just kind of round like the side view of this to me mm-hmm. looks like a CUV like it looks like really small like a Model yeah. Y except this is like a Model X size yeah big but it just I just find I know it's aerodynamically better but I just think it's so ugly like when when I think of like you know big suv i i mean that's more more of a personal thing but i love like like today uh yesterday when we went out get ramen and lego saw the new lincoln navigator which is a massive suv right it's a beast or it's like you know it's it's the same as the ford like expedition whatever they they used to do the big one Mm -hmm. or even like the new dodge durango um something where it's more like a box like the GMC the, Denali, those types yeah, of things. Yeah, the back where it's just more, yeah, like the Escalade um, Denali edition or whatever the top there, which is more flat and more boxy. That yeah. to me gives more of a, like a pres- impression of like scale. Mm-hmm. And a side view like that, maybe people, people don't like it because it's boxy. I like that. When I see this like side That's profile, it's just this weird like roof shape that's just bulbous and then gets fat near the end. It just makes it look fat to me. Hmm. And not in a good way, not like in a chunky way, but like in a, just a, like a balloon, like just, I don't know. It's thick with a CK, not a double C. Yes. I just, when I see it, I'm like, it must be hard for them because they don't really have much, like they don't have car heritage to like build off of, but yeah, it just doesn't like, if you're going to be a first time, especially from a company as big as them, 
sending a car for the first time, wouldn't you want it to like really wow people? Probably. And then I look at it, I'm just like, it looks like a car. Mm-hmm. That's I my look problem. at it and it's like, I look at this and I can see, like you said at the beginning, you can almost see the various different cars that are inside of it. Yeah, that's why I look at it more. I'm like, okay, it kind of looks like that. It looks like this. But it, to me, it just looks like a car. It doesn't mm-hmm. like you walk past it and be like, meh. It's there. You know, that's why I said the interior appeals to me more. Like the, the seat shape looked nice. The whole dash versus huge screen like going around. Yeah. I thought that and then came around the corners. I thought that looked cool. The infotainment stuff looks really cool. It'd be one of those things where I'm like, It'd be better if Sony teamed up with an existing car company and Sony did the interior. Yeah, it would. Just what their product and their whole brand is around is is entertainment. Let them do the interior yeah. and then let let like an actual car company do like the exterior that has like heritage. Hmm. I like your thought on that. In my like, yeah, it just looks a bit. I don't know. Meh. It just looks a bit boring to me. Some places, like I look at like. I look at the front. I'm like, oh, the front's nice and simple. Kind of like these cutouts makes it look more aggressive. But on that car, doesn't really make sense to me. But it looks simple. But then when I see mm-hmm. the side, I'm like, oh, but it look from the side. And then I look at the back. I'm like, no, the back's more simple. And I kind of like the back a bit more. But then I look at the side profile, and then when I see it all together, I'm like, now the front looks too complex. Yeah. Like there's too much going on, and the back looks simple, and it flows kind of with the side a bit more. But then there's also yeah, there's two kind of like. The, the one line that goes top and then goes down to the rear. And then there's one that's going up above the above the rocker that goes up or whatever. Yeah. It's like a bit like, I don't know. It's like weirdly very simple, but also too much going on. <laughs> it's yeah. It's kind of weird. In, in a weird way. It's like, it's an abundance of minimalism. Which is almost yeah. the exact oh my God. abstraction. Oh and, my God. And inversion of what it Sticky notes. Where are be. you? abundance of minimalism that's nice fucking genius nice. oh my god that was beautiful i'm gonna write that yeah i just like show title i don't know like it just doesn't doesn't wow me maybe it's mm. almost like you know um like before when we talked about the rivian truck and i was like it kind of looks more like a product to me in some areas but in a good way because it's bringing yep. new like design ideas and forms and shapes and surfaces to automotive design mm-hmm. this looks a bit more to me like it's designed too much like a product being sony because that's what they know to be fair yeah that's but their, it's like their stick i could see rivian being like well they don't make products already it's like we want to make it look more util, you know utility mm-hmm. more functional more utilitarian because it's electric it's gonna be shared whatever it's robust Okay, let's look at products. Okay, good start. But let's just look at a product, not what the product is or what the values of the product. Let's just look yeah. at the styling cues of the product. It's like you did an inspiration board properly and you didn't just yeah. put an image of like a Dieter Rams speaker, but you you know, you actually cropped it just to like a form, just yeah. like a certain part of it, right? Where you can't tell what it is and you're not letting the bias of what the product is influence you. You're just looking purely objectively mm-hmm. at a crease line, a surface change, a material, a material finish, you know, a detail, whatever. And then this car to me is like, okay, they hired car designers to design a car for Sony. They're like, 
you have to use Sony design language, which doesn't have any cars in it. It's all products. And they're like forced to use Sony products to design Mm -hmm. a car. And you you haven't cropped anything out because there's the bias of it has to be for Sony. Yeah. And now you're like, you're doing too much like a product. It's like, what would a pair of Sony headphones look like as a car? It's like, maybe not a good idea. Maybe like one surface change. Sure. The, the 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 material finish the texture of my sony headphones not these ones but the, my nice ones i would love to have that texture of plastic in an interior of a car oh dear. because it would be a great replacement for instead of having leather, uh, leather or any animal products or expensive like alcantara or stuff like that but it would give mm. a soft expensive luxurious feel but it's just plastic that's true that's what I would like to see taken from a Sony product into a car. Not mm-hmm. what would like, let's take the, I don't know, Sony, whatever. And then use that as a body side for, for a car. It's like, I don't know if that works, you know? Yeah. Cause it kind of seems like that's what, yeah. Not to tell them what they did and not as if we know any better, but it seems to be falling in that, in that vein, which is tricky, you know, and no one's perfect. Yeah, I. Who am I to say? But that's just my opinion on it. It doesn't wow me. It, would I say it's ugly? No. I don't think I'd say it's ugly. But, but you wouldn't buy it. No, if I had the hypothetical money to choose that, there is other electric cars that I would choose over that. Yeah. You know. Makes sense. I think I would. I would still choose a Model S, or I'd still choose a Model X over that. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's... If you have the hypothetical money, that's the smart thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't wow me enough. It looks like... You know, it's weird. This is an insult for Sony, I think. Oh. If you were to design... If you were to take a collection... We just of, lost all all <laughs> possibility of a sponsorship. No, no, no. If... Let me design a car. No, I... If you were to take... If you were to design a car based off of a, a collection of electronic products... And you gave me a bunch of Sony stuff. I don't think maybe some of the detailing screams Sony, but the exterior of that car doesn't scream Sony to me. Do it, do it. it screams to me is Bose, which is one of their competitors. When I, for some reason, oh, if I was to think, if I was to think surfacing from products, mm-hmm. that car, maybe it's the color, the color combinations, it screams Bose to me, Bose headphones. Interesting. And not Sony headphones, if that's huh. in a weird way. That's so like, curious. On the front of the car, the logo, right? It goes like the surface of the metal. Mm-hmm. Then it has a little gap, little part line gap. And then it has this like, looks like a white. That's the logo, right? The line that kind of meets up in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then there's another gap and then the body continues. And it's, that's kind of, that feature is a very like product feature, right? Where you yeah. have like a detail line with shadow grooves that separates two meeting surfaces, right? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, you can pick up my my new Sony headphones. And like you can kind of see areas like that. Mm-hmm. I can see where they get that from. But the form and the colors and the finishes and everything don't scream Sony to me. Hmm. Like to me, they scream like Bose or like another company like that. And it's interesting you say Bose too. I wouldn't have thought that, but that is interesting. Hmm. Yeah, because um, when I think of Bose headphones, I'm like, yeah, it's great for like, like all the ads are, you're in an airport, you're on a plane. 
Yeah. But like, if you want excitement in your life, I wouldn't pick bows. I'd go, you go Sony or Beats. Yeah. Sennheiser. Sennheiser, Sennheiser. Whatever. I would do, I would do Sennheiser. If you were really going crazy, you know, and you're more into the other stuff, Razer or some of the gaming ones, you know, it's. Yeah. But if you're just doing music like Sony or, or Beats or something like that, right? I wouldn't necessarily pick. No, I wouldn't get Bose headphones out of necessity of a headphone to listen to music. Yeah, like these right. things are, there's plastic cracking off of these. Like I can take a piece, might be able to do it here. Yeah, see, look, this literally just nice. came off of the thing. Quality so now it's beats. like, like plastic. Yeah. And I'm going to replace them, but I'm going to replace them when sound doesn't come out of these things anymore. They don't go on my head. Because yep. I'm not going to inadvertently spend money if they still technically work. But the yeah. next one's going to be a pair of Sony's, 100%. Yeah, and that's what it's like when I go, you, if you're all lined up on a shelf in a Best Buy, you look at the bows, you're like, yeah, these are great. I know these are great, but they don't wow me. I just look at them and like, oh, they're made for like my dad. It's funny because my dad has a pair of bows. Right. It was like, you're like, oh, yeah, it looks perfectly. Their demographic is perfect. Yeah. Demographic of people in airports, it, look, it fits the vibe. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. But to me, I'm looking, I'm like, meh. That's what yeah. I get from the, the this car. I'm like, I'm sure it's great. The interior looks great. I'm sure it'd be a good car. But I it doesn't like I walk past it, I'm like meh. Yeah. Still doesn't, is doesn't. no e-tron or Tycan, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Different level of design quality, I think. Very different. I saw a uh Ionic, a Hyundai Ionic five in person on the weekend driving on the road and I was like probably five feet from it. Mm -hmm. And online, like that's the one with that really sharp body line and the side of it going mm -hmm. up at an angle. And initially I was very apprehensive towards liking it because I thought it was just a bit weird and didn't like it. But the more that I look at it after seeing it in person and seeing how it's significantly smaller than my car, yeah. Yeah. at least it appears so. But I'm more open to it, especially after seeing it in person, a lot more open to it. I wouldn't buy it, but I'm more open to it than I was. And I think it took me seeing it in person for that to. I'm um, still crazy about it. I for that to take kind place. of ugly, to be honest. But it's my take. For me, it's the weirdness of maybe it's it's like the cute ugliness. It's like you look mm. at a pug and you're like, that thing's <laughs> disgusting, but people still love it. Mm. It's so ugly that it becomes cute. I think that's what it's done for me. I've continued to go back and look at it that over time it's developed I've I've developed this affection to it because it's not mm. beautiful right. you know in a weird yeah. way um maybe it's sympathy maybe it's not i don't mm -hmm. know yeah. let us know what you think send mm -hmm. us an email to hi at bigdesigncompany.com or visit the website www.bigdesigncompany.com and if you have a podcast question hide out the process podcast at gmail.com <coughs> oh my god careful <laughs> That's the email address that you can send that to, Zach Watson. Yes, sir. <clears throat> What's our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Beautiful. Love it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. The process.